This is John Tomei Productions, Urban Podcast. I'm your host, John IG. Today is February 21st, 2020. And before we get into today's topic, um, <clears throat> we want to announce our new book, The Legend of Sister Hattie Harris, available on Amazon Kindle. That's The Legend of Sister Hattie Harris. It's a action-packed, great read. It's been getting a lot of positive reviews. So to get an opportunity, Check it out on Amazon Kindle. Um, also, we want to announce the Missing Children's Hotline, 1-800-843-5678. And the Suicide Prevention Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255, Suicide Prevention. All right. So we're going into today's topic, talking about crossing burning bridges and i mean that in regards to law enforcement um going into a new decade i've uh, it was on my heart and uh, on my mind to uh do this episode uh in, in, in regards to recent stories i've seen in the news and on social media um most recently uh we saw a young brother uh well, this, was, this wasn't recent. It was maybe a few years ago. Uh, Botham John, the, the story with him down in Dallas getting killed in his home and the whole fiasco with that. Uh, Amber Geiger situation, uh, only getting a short amount of time. And, you know, it's just that we see we see these kind of things going on uh, repeatedly in the black community. And, you know, I don't I, honestly, I don't have the answers for it. Um, the only thing I could say is know how to learn how to navigate around it. Um, I remember as a child in the seventies, you know, we were taught not to run into the stores because people would think that we were stealing. Okay. That was just, it was just a defense mechanism that my mother and my aunts and, and our, fam- our family taught us that we, we were not allowed to run those stores, even though some of the, we see the white kids or some of the other kids doing it. We couldn't do it. It's just because we were treated differently. You know, we're the, there was a certain amount of judgment that was falling upon us that was different from our white counterparts or contemporaries. And that still manifests to this very day, unfortunately. Um, in 2020, I mean, we're in a new decade and you would think uh, that people's uh, attitudes would progress a little more or further. Uh, and I don't, like to, I don't like to use the word tolerance, I mean, because being tolerant of something is something that you can't stand, but you just got to put up with it. I'm like, well, damn. I mean, if you got that much contempt and hate for your fellow man, then that's that's an issue that you have. That's a personal issue. You know, we all living on the same planet. No one's going anywhere. So we got to figure out how to coexist with one another, you know. And there's an old saying that you can't cross a burnt bridge because you only, you know, <laughs> once you cross a, a current, you cannot you cannot cross a burnt bridge without falling. That's an old saying, and it's very true to life. You know, how do you repair it? Well, you know, there's been talk about reparations and this, that, and the third. And you know, I do, I do believe, you know, there are some, some, some um, improvements that could be made. But I also believe that you can't hold people if you if you you can't hold your oppressors, people who are oppressing you. You can't expect them to give you anything that's going to make you whole again. You know, you can't, you got to go get it, you know, and, 
you know, and, and people make uh, comparisons to uh, some of our ancestors and what our ancestors went through and said, oh, it's worse now than it was, you know, 200 years ago or 300 years ago. I was like, no, nah, that's bullshit. It was this never. Now, nah, we, we don't have a clue what it was like back back in those days. We wasn't around, you know. And I personally know from my research and my in my uh, studies and the things that I've I've learned over the years that we're we're much farther ahead now than we were back in those days, much farther. And those people are, are the most to me. They 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 deserve the most respect because they came from nothing and and built things. You know. Now, if you talk about the generation after slavery. They, you know, you, you talk about, you know, your black Wall Streets and your Rosewoods and all the different black townships, you know, Langston, Oklahoma and different, you know, uh, southern regions, you know, that uh, uh, places in Florida and, and Georgia, Atlanta became a boom city for black people with the black community. <clears throat> Those people were just a generation from slavery. In fact, the slaves, you know, the uh, or as they, as they like to call today, uh, the the. Uh, dislocated servants, endangered servants, built all that stuff up with no education. You know, they had no internet, no no social media, no no money, they didn't have a trillion dollar spending power, but yet they were able to overcome and achieve abundantly, you know? And so our excuse is, it's kind of like, you know, it's just kind of like just knowing who you are and where you want to go. You know, you gotta, you gotta utilize it, it all starts in your mind, you know? Now, yes, white supremacy, racism and all that does exist and it can't it can get in the way. It can be a, a hurdle to try to get over. it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you kind of, you know, you're kind of responsible for yourself, man, your actions, you know, and I'm not making light of the fact that we have uh, a uh, racist, oppressive society. You know, we do, especially in America, in this country. That's that's prevalent. That is a that is a bona fide fact. But you know, there are some things that we can do to alleviate some of these things. And you don't have to be rich to be intelligent. Okay, so it's just you know it's just understanding the game and and, and how it's played and knowing how to beat your opponent. Because believe it or not, there's a there's a fine line. I mean, there's a a blurry line between luck and intelligence. You know, it's chess, not checkers. You know, you just gotta know how to you just gotta know how to play. You know, and in regards to uh, <clears throat> I wanna mention I wanna make definitely make mention uh, about law enforcement. There's a definitely a, a serious trust issue between the black community and law enforcement. I mean, you can equate it to the uh, slave catchers back in the day when the slaves tried to escape, they used dogs. To, to catch the slaves, you know, sniff them out and catch them, you know, and then they would, they would, uh, they would lynch them, you know, castrate, castrate them, mutilate them and do all that stuff in front of the other slaves to deter them from trying to escape. Well, in a way, that stuff still goes on. People, the police do still use dogs to sniff out suspects to keep from endangering themselves. But, you know, if you, if you shoot one of those dogs, you killed a cop and you're going to be facing life in prison for shooting a, a police dog. So, it's not much difference. I mean, it's just, you know, I think one of the things that we have to remember and understand is without mutual respect, I'm talking about the police to, to the black community. There's never going to be any trust. You know, you're always going to have 
skepticism and, 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 and paranoia and all these different things, you know, you have to, you know, we have to, you know, the police have to, if you, if you're going to be in a community that you don't live in, you got to have a certain amount of trust with some of those folks in the community. Okay. Yes. You have criminals in those communities. You have very dangerous criminals. Okay. You have uh, savages. You got, you got, but you got those in every community, even the rich community, you know, you have rich savages. They're just rich. That's all, but they're still savages. You see, and so, you know, and I, and I also understand because I have a friend who's a, a police officer. I have a friend that I've known uh, of 35 years. We went to school together and uh, he's a good cop. And he said a lot of and, and he expressed to me like this. He said a lot of good cops live under the same scrutiny, oppressive society that the rest of us live under. Because because many of us from any ethnic group can get outed from from our blue brotherhood just by standing up for righteousness you know and I, that really stuck with me i was like wow you know so you have a lot of cops getting threatened getting threatened by their own people for standing up for their their partner who might have shot an unarmed suspect you see there's a code that they live by and they, they live by you know uh for real so it's just you know but but that that until those lines get broken we're always we're going to continue to deal with the same issues and those bridges are going to continue to burn you know, there's just no way around that. So I don't know. It was just on my mind. <clears throat> it was just on my mind and on my heart to uh, to kind of express that in this podcast. And I also want to piggyback off of something that I said on a, on a couple of previous podcasts. If you find yourself in a situation and you get pulled over by the police, there's no way you have no way of knowing if that's a good cop or bad cop. You just don't know. So it would behoove you. It'd be in your best interest to comply. Don't get into a pissing contest with these people out on the street. Don't try to argue with them. You know, just comply. If you if you're not guilty and you you done nothing, you done nothing wrong, <clears throat> then you have nothing to really fear. You know, now if you're a criminal and you're out there breaking the law, okay, well, you know, just just cuff up, man. You know, cuff up and and just, you know, take your lumps, man. Don't let go to, you know, because in in either situation, your first Miranda rights is you have the right to remain silent. OK, I've seen too many good people, especially young people, get out there and they, as soon as the police roll up on them, they want to run their mouth. They want to they want to talk and try to say, no, nah, I didn't. You know, you can't do this and blah, blah, blah. I know my rights and blah, blah, blah. I said, man, shut the F up. OK, just shut up, you know, and, and, and you get to make you get to make one or two phone calls, cuff up, let them take you in, call your parents, have your parents call an attorney. And then let your attorney argue for you in court when you sue their ass. Okay, that's how you do that. That's a smart way of doing it. You don't try to pick a fight, you know, against a bear. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got a stick to fight with. <laughs> okay, they're gonna they're gonna watch it because they're gonna cover those those cops. Those crooked cops are gonna cover their ass every single time after they shoot you. Okay, after they plant that dope on you, after they after they murder you, they're gonna all cover their ass all the way up to the judge. Believe that. So you have to and you have to be. You have to carry a certain amount of wit and intelligence when you're dealing with ignorant ass people. Now, I'm not saying all cops are out there doing that kind of stuff. Because I know there's a lot of good cops. I've I, I known some good cops, uh, police officers who are just doing their job, doing a difficult job, a very dangerous job in a lot of situations. But the reality of it is there's no trust factor with law enforcement in the black community, especially in the in the in the. Uh, this current administration, I'll just put it that way. 
So even before that, it's, it's been going on for decades and hundreds of years, but especially in this current administration, because people are more emboldened now to, to come out and just be themselves. I mean, the, the masks are off, the gloves are off. They're coming out fighting and swinging. So you're going to fight back or you're going you're gonna, to uh, lose the war. So, but, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. So just think about that and keep that in mind. Uh, try to process that and just tell your kids, man, teach your kids, teach your children on how to deal with, just deal with authority figures, period. You know, these kids today, are, they're, they're, they're highly intelligent. They're very, they're so smart to where they're, they're almost kind of dumb. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't use, they don't have, they lack common sense. You know, they're so damn intelligent, but you know, sometimes common sense will get you a lot farther than being, you know, because the thing of it is most authority figures, when I say authority figures, I mean, teachers, I mean, managers, uh, cops, judges, you try going into that courthouse and arguing with that judge, telling them what you, what your rights are and see how far they get you. You know, you better tell your attorney what your rights are and the attorney's going to be like, okay, you know, yeah, you're right. And let them argue that, you know, and get paid, get a payday. You know, it's the same thing at work or school or anybody else. You know, don't, don't try to don't try to pick a fight with somebody that's, you know, you, <laughs> it's not going to go well for you. So, Anyway, I just had to had to say that because, you know, we got a lot of burning bridges out here uh, in America, folks. And if we don't fix them, if these bridges don't get repaired real soon, there's not going to be much left for. For people to walk across, you know, I mean, you just can't, you know, you can't even go over here without without pissing somebody off or getting into it. And it's just. You know, I, I feel like we're on the break of a civil civil war. Seriously, I, I feel it coming. I just really do. I just feel like, you know, we, we have to learn to respect each other as human beings because it's bigger than race. At the end of the day, it's about right and wrong. It's about humanity. It's, it's much bigger than it's, it's, it's race is a problem. Racism is a serious problem, but it's going to be much bigger than that. At the end of the day, when that storm hits that real one, it ain't gonna matter what color you are, you know, because everybody's going to get hit. So. With that being said, we're going to close out uh, going on 15 minutes. Uh, I hope everyone is having a blessed week and have a, we'll have a blessed weekend coming up. We'll be back with the next one. Thanks for listening. Peace and blessings. Thank you.